let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good life. Welcome back to the Jeans Apart podcast for our fourth episode on France in our Eurovision Forever series. My name is Jack. This over here, where you can't see because this is a podcast, but I'm pointing, is Liz. Hi, Liz. Woohoo! Bonjour! I can't wait till it's not a French-speaking country week so you stop saying bonjour at me. (laughs) No, you know what? Ironically, when we get to another country, I'm still going to perform in France and then win awkwardly. All right, yeah, go for it. Whatever whatever works. People are tuning in in droves now, so whatever you're doing is working. Suckers! Um, Hi, what's new with you? Mm. Oh, my God. Okay, I have good and exciting news, okay? On Friday... Because I, I wanted to – it was going to happen and I wanted to get it done and then COVID happened, okay? So, obviously, everything got put on hold. I went and had my mole check and my body <gasps> is completely – there are no skin cancers. I'm super healthy. Yay! What the people have been dying to hear. We I will know. not put that up on social media. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the pictures of my. What is this? Is this weird? Does this does this look bad? It's lumpy. It can be like one of those like ink blot tests. Like which Eurovision star does this mole look like? Which <laughs> do you see Abba across Liz's butt? Um, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. But I'm very happy for you. Sun safety is very important, and I think the other things that I I think a lot of people sort of have this misconception, and we'll get to misconceptions later on in this podcast, ironically. Ooh. But I think when people think Australia, everyone thinks that we are all like bronzed um, gods, like. Chris That's Hemsworth. Right. And I and I am I am I am very similar to Chris Hemsworth. I am your stereotypical Chris Hemsworth. Don't look it up on the internet. <laughs> but you <laughs> you are a whole different breed of Australian. Yes, a lot uh there is a significant there's a significant portion of us that um are, of course, you know, bred from Irish and English and various European stock. And we are some of the whitest people um, on earth. We are not at all. We have not evolved (laughs) to our (laughs) conditions and our environment. Um, Oh, my God. My dad was the same. You know my dad. Like, he was the whitest person on earth. Bill. And I spent pretty much my entire life trying to get him to put sunscreen on because he's had so many skin cancers cut off his body. And my dad's attitude, being a blokey outdoor man, like Crocodile Dundee, his philosophy was the sun's a pussy and so would refuse to wear sunscreen <laughs> and then would pretty much spend the rest of his life getting like like things like burnt off his face. Oh, and a huge hole cut in his ear. They just cut part of his ear out. Oh, gross. Yeah. You know what my dad's response to that was? Yeah. Son's a pussy. Like, dad, no. It's literally, <laughs> like, you've literally the part of your body. Like, Bill, come on. Bill, get it together. You, oh, I love him, but oh, I know. stay inside. Like, yeah. 
Like, the sun is not a pussy. Yeah. Like, the sun will kill us all. Put sunblock on. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Don't don't fight the scorching hot bowl of hydrogen that pops it's up 12 sun. hours a day. <laughs> yes. You will not win. Anyway, let's get into tonight's uh, topic. So, we finished in France last week with 1995, Natalie Santa Maria interesting week ups and downs i felt like but i feel like we kind of have that every week a lot of downs let's see if maybe the late 90s into the mid 2000s france is going to change our minds so we're picking up in 1996 as i do every week i'm very sorry for my french you will tell me about it everyone tells me about it in the comments i don't mind (laughs) i like murder that language jack let me know that you were listening murder that language murder it i'm gonna french revolution its ass and chop its head off so here we go, 1996, Dan Arbrads and L'Heritage de Celts with the song Diwanit Bugale, May the Children Be Born. It finished 19th. It is the only song at Eurovision sung in the Breton language. And it got seven points from Belgium and four points from Norway as its highest scores. It's a ballad that wishes, quote, all children to be born with eyes full of laughter in the rain. What did you think? Yeah, this was – I think it's pretty fair to say that I think myself and Accord, like looking at the voting, the rest of Europe uh, was not expecting this. It's pretty much where France had a look at itself and it was like, wow, you know what? We're going to Eurovision. We can be anything we want to be. So you know what we're going to be? We're going to be Irish. Possibly Scottish. Possibly I Welsh. the exact same thing. Like – Oh my god, seriously, why did they have, why were all those wars fought, okay, on Agincourt, okay, between (laughs) the French and the English, if you're going to, like, a thousand years later, just roll over and just become Irish? Like, what was all the fighting for? Do you know what I reckon it was? So, I reckon this is, this contest, I'm pretty sure was held in Oslo Mm. in Norway, but it was right on the back of the three Irish wins in a row. And then Uh, the year after, in fact, this is the year that Ireland would win again. So it's in the Irish reign of terror where everyone was like, fuck, get me a pan flute right now. (laughs) (laughs) Pan flute starts. Maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Oh, my well, I mean, the other thing to take into consideration is this sort of like, this Le Heritage de Health. Originally. Side note, that's why I do all the pronunciations, because hers are even worse. <laughs> <laughs> there is a drunk man in Paris right now who was like, oh, mm. sacre love. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So originally, this sort of like group um, was supposed to perform at like big outdoor events. And originally, there are 50 members in this Orchestra de Celts. And they've decided to narrow that down to six people and it really doesn't benefit from coming down to losing like 90% of your uh, participants. It's kind of like having, yeah, it's kind of like having one of those like Baptist choirs, but like three of them. Yeah. It's just not quite the same. It's like, real- I'm not roused. Yeah, it's really weird. And actually one of the two singers, the lady in white, is in fact a Scottish lady. So France was represented ah. by Scotland uh, this year. Oh, my God. How excited was the guy who was there with the, with the, little, the little tin flute? Doo-doo. 
Oh my god, I'm obsessed with him. Like, I don't mind the guy banging it out on the like, yeah, the pin, the tin flute recorder up the back. He was just like making this for me. But I mean, it's I found it forgettable. Did yeah. you kind of? What well, the only? I mean, yeah. I've got to be honest. The only what I enjoyed about this was I was looking at the guy playing the tin flute, and I'm like. Oh my god, he's probably like, I'm gonna show you all you assholes saying I'm wasting my life learning the tin flute, and then look here I am <laughs> on like the Eurovision stage. And I'm like and I'm like, oh my god, this reminds me so much of the beginning of the Titanic Celine D on my heart will go on song. And I'm like, oh my god, I wonder if it's the same guy. Who else is playing like the tin flute professionally? Oh my god, is it the same guy? I'm just in my mind. I have nothing to back it up okay, that it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm. I'm totally fine with I, that. I'm just in my mind. I'm going. Oh my god! And so, literally, 1996 and 1997 was just like the greatest moments of his life, and he's been living off royalties ever since. He is like he is in a <laughs> castle somewhere, just like rolling around in like naked people and cash, you know, with that like tin flute money. I hope he had a good life afterwards because this didn't. This didn't. Yeah. Do anything for me. Do you know what this reminded me of? What. I felt like it was like one of those like like some kind of like new age religious oh, yes. performance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like they're bloody saved. They're like singing about their savior coming in on some like spaceship to take them to his home planet or <laughs> something like that. Um, yeah, I wasn't particularly moved by this. Song three, performance three, fashion a two, total of eight. How about you? Oh yeah, song two, uh, and. That was all for the pen, tin flute. Uh, fashion one, performance one. We're a total of four from a 12 between us. Not a great start to the episode for France. In 1997, France sent a girl named Fanny, which is <laughs> funny. Don't Can, even pretend. Come on, explain explain to our international audience who may not understand what Fanny well, means in okay, Australia. So, in, okay, well, I know a lot of people know Fanny means but... Um, but Fanny in Australia, uh, to certain people, refers to a front butt. A vagina. Just say vagina. Yes. Vagina. I don't want to. I don't want to. Vagina. All right. France sent a vagina in 1997 and it sang this. No. It's a girl named Fanny. <laughs> girl named Fanny. Sounds like a lyric. There once was a girl named Fanny. <laughs> it's a limerick, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there once was a girl named Fanny whose song was Sentiment. Songe. No, it doesn't quite work as a limerick after that. It means a liar feelings. It kind of get lost. It got lost in translation, this one. Um, it's a portmanteau, but it finished seventh. It got 12s from Estonia, Norway, and Poland, and 10 from Ireland and Iceland. It's a song about the fear of your true feelings. France is getting moody up in here with this one. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like they're trying to reclaim that, like, French like kind of like sultry reputation that they kind of had for a long while. If you're trying to recover your sultry reputation, here's a hint, France. Don't send someone who awkwardly looks 12. Okay. I know. Now, I know that according to her Wikipedia page, she claims to be 17 going on 18. Um at this performance. But honestly, I'm looking at it and I'm like, that is so faked. She is clearly 12 years of age. And I'm like, why are you singing about all sentimental suffering? That what? They run out of juice boxes at the school canteen? And you're just like, just 
stop talking about these things. It's uncomfortable. Then you think when it can't get any more uncomfortable, she goes over and tries to flirt with like the 30-year-old guitar player. And you're just like, oh, oh, should we call the authorities? Like, yeah, on a perf- like performance-wise, I see what you mean. She doesn't look 17, but she I kind of really vibe with the whole track. I vibe with this whole energy oh. that France have sent. I kind of like it's kind of it feels like a moody spin on that French standard. Do you know what I mean? Those back in the day where France would send some woman warbling, like mm. I always say, warbling about her husband who died in the war by falling into a river or something like that. And this is kind of like a more at least for the time, it felt like a more modern take on it. So I kind of really appreciated it. I know I tend to ignore the performance more than you do, and you yeah. like look almost exclusively at the performance sometimes. Do you know what? Why it's Which moody? Which is why we work. Do you know why it's yeah. moody? Because she hasn't had her nap yet. Oh my god! <laughs> I was just gonna say because she's a twelve-year-old and it's after <laughs> six o'clock. Like, oh my god, she is a child. Like, I am happy with France to like reclaim their like femme fatale sexiness, but send a woman. Don't send a youngling. What did you give this one? I just gave it ones across the board. Oh my god, we've gone so completely differently. Oh god, are you gonna a make three me three from you? Yeah. Song got a seven from me. Performance got a six, and fashion got a six for a nineteen. I think that may be one of our biggest differences in score ever. You made me spit my tea into my own cup. Well, someone's got to do it. <laughs> Twenty-two <laughs> between the pair of us. Uh, mostly me, but between the pair of us. <laughs> In 1998, it was Marie Line with the song Où Aller, Where to Go. And it finished 24th, second last, sucked in Switzerland. It got three points in total, two of them from Macedonia mm-hmm. and one of them from Cyprus. I kind of feel bad when I say Macedonia because it's had so many different names. The former Yugoslav Republic, North Macedonia. In the future, it may become the Irish people's free state of Macedonia. I don't know. But if I say Macedonia, you know I mean Macedonia. Don't get angry at me, Greece. I know what you mean. Um, This one's an up-tempo number about being hopeless and directionless. Um, (laughs) How are you up-tempo about being hopeless and directionless? Yeah, there's a lot of... uh, and I think we're going to see this as sort of a, a – it's this phase for, like, France where I think they're very confused and the performance is confused and it's leaving the audiences um, confused. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to say, you know what I have noticed? I've thought it before, but watching Eurovision, it's really reinforced to me how much France has an obsession with uh, sexy women with shaved heads. Like, France is obsessed with that. Mm. I I definitely didn't notice that. I've noticed it just in movies and culture. There are so many like sexy women with oh, shaved heads. Oh, you mean heads. like outside of Eurovision? I was going to say if they sent like four bold women in a row and I didn't notice, I would be not doing my job. Well, we've got we've got like two in tonight's performances. We've got two sexy That's true. You know, I just I it just seems to be this particular kink that France has. I'm not opposed to it in any way. Yeah. I'm just I'm just noting it. I kind of felt that this performance was just a bit clunky. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like nothing's really working together. 
the outfits don't work. The staging is just messy. I, it's like it's like people who who didn't know each other beforehand, and they're waiting for a train, and all of a sudden they like have a flash mob, and they're performing at Eurovision all together. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? I've got to say, like, I kind of liked the string thing that was going on in the background, the sort of the 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 string the string orchestral part of the song. I kind of like that. And in regards to her and her look. With the the black dress and the shaved head and the gold jewelry, I was I, I was kind of digging. I it. I didn't like that. I, I like it. Oh, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I liked it. Mm, I think we're going to go opposite ways on this one as well. <laughs> Let's hear your score first, shall we? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, a, apart from some pretty strings, I, the song is not very good. Um, I actually gave the song <laughs> a three. Performance two, not a good vocal performance. Fashion, however, I give a five. I think she was hot. Yeah, for a 10 from you, not quite as disparate as last time, but I've given the song a one, performance a zero, and fashion a one for a total of two. <laughs> I, I can see it at the same time. Like, I can't argue with it. Like, I could see how you could I, come to that. And the problem I think I have with this is that just a few changes around the edges mm. and it would flow a lot better. Oh, absolutely. Do you know? Absolutely. It's almost like a traffic jam where if you just cleared one lane and you got it moving again, you'd have something really good. But didn't work for me. A uh, total of 12 between us for 1998. 1999 was Naya with the song Je vu donner ma voix. I want to give my voice. Um, 19th in the <gasps> final it came, eight points from Norway, two from Ireland, Lithuania, and Turkey, and that's it. That's all there was. No more points for you, France. None, none, null, null. Oh, I, but there is so much. Do you want to hear the controversy, controversy? Oh, I would love to hear the controversy. First of all, the uh-huh. song is about the desire to give her voice for peace and harmony, no matter the consequences. Maybe one of those consequences is... Controversy, 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 controversy. Lay it on me. Oh, my. You're not even going to care about the song. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> after uh, after Naya was picked, the French press obviously decided to do a little bit of digging around um, into her and, and her life. And they revealed that she was a member of the International Raelian Movement. Now, the International Raelian Movement is a religion. It is mm-hmm. a UFO religion. This is what I said about the earlier performance. Yes, this movement <laughs> And I believes, didn't even know this. <laughs> no, this movement believes that it was, in fact, alien life forms that came down and created the, uh, created the earth, uh, created people, created the animals, but they were mistaken by people uh, for gods. They even go on to say that... Uh, the uh, aliens have been checking back in on us, trying to, I guess, lead their experiments to being uh, better people, you know, to, for us not to destroy each other through nuclear annihilation. Uh, they believe that uh, Buddha, Jesus and Muhammad were all prophets of the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> this religion claims. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait for it. This religion claims tens of thousands of members, um, 
mainly in France and Western Europe. However, there are also members in North America and parts of Eastern Asia. But they do also believe in the Bible. So they think the Bible, uh, you should live by the Bible. Just realize it wasn't written by God. It was written by aliens. They also have a commercial website where they get a lot of their money. They collect large sums of money from those interested in human cloning and they also sell the eggs. <laughs> they also sell the eggs of their female members. The organization is very pro sensual meditation and massage. They have an order of angels where only women and trans women uh, can be the order of the angels. Very um, progressive. Well, until you find out that part of your job is when the gods return, you have to do them. Um, ah. It is. It's very progressive that, it, that um, you know, that it's, it's women, trans women. They're very welcoming. Um, and they also have another branch uh, of angels, which consists exclusively of sex workers. Liz. Yes. Is this a recruitment podcast? <laughs> ah, no, I was just reading this and I'm like, oh, my God. How much are they paying you? At How much are you getting under the table? I know I'm not paying you very much. You said you were looking for sponsors, all right? You never clarified <laughs> that it couldn't be a UFO religious cult, okay? <laughs> so just before Eurovision, she said, no, 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 no. I am definitely not a member of that religion. I got in it because of my husband. I'm not in it uh, anymore. She competed in Eurovision, didn't do very well. And straight after Eurovision, she confirmed, yes, I am, in fact, proud to be a member of the UFO. <laughs> uh, not proud enough to admit it at Eurovision, but there we go. So, oh, God. Yeah. That's uh, such a weird, one of your weirder controversy, controversy, controversy segments, I think. Yeah. That's like. I think that's, yeah. I was, I like, I, <laughs> I wasn't, no, I was just reading. It's like, oh, she's a member of the Raelian movement. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be some like, you know, crazy fanatical kind of, oh, they're a UFO sex cult. Didn't expect that. Yeah, you was unexpected. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to pivot back to the song. Oh, I can. You, do you want to? Do you want to take a pivot? Go for it. Uh, which leads to her actual performance at Eurovision, and let me say, this performance was not out of this world. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Oh my well God. played. That does take us back where we need to be. I think the other thing, I think it's important to note, her five backup dancers to the side are, you know, sort of like swaying, but they're not actually swaying in time to the music. They're actually swaying more to an um, a more upbeat, up-tempo beat than yeah. what's actually happening. And they don't do anything. Yeah. But she has an army of backup singers that she never uses until right at the end where they just start going, na, 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 na. Not like that, obviously. I Copyright reasons. That's not just because I forgot what the song sounds like. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> like, she, and I thought she was wearing, like, a neck cast. Like, it was what she had on yeah. her neck. I was like, oh, she's broken her neck. She's fallen down the stairs. and But she's <laughs> bravely come to Eurovision with a neck cast. It's just awkward. I didn't like it. I thought it was a bargain bin Celine Dion. Oh, my God. You know what? If she had a broken neck, that might explain the very 
awkward long note at the end because she's obviously just like pinched a nerve. At the end, she just gives a, oh my God, to be honest, there's near the end, she starts getting all excited. Like, yeah, like I'm really nailing this. The only one jacked by her performance, by Naya's performance is Naya. No one else is on board. Yeah. And, and the aliens. No. I think she like, <laughs> even, even the aliens saw this and they're like, <laughs> maybe she broke her neck coming back from the spaceship. Like they tried to drop her back poli- politely in a field, and they like oh harsh her landing. On a you think concrete roof? Harsh <laughs> yeah, landing. Harsh landing. <laughs> anyway, I've given song, performance, and fashion all a four for a twelve. What did you give it? Oh, I gave it one across the board. Three. We are off, off the same pace. We're not on the same page tonight. Mm, mm. Anyway, alien intervention. Alien intervention. That's right. Maybe. (laughs) See if we get back on the same page. Uh, 2000 was Sophia Mistari with the song On Aura La Ciel, We'll Have the Sky. Finished 23rd, second last again. Not a great era for France at this point. Mm. It got three points from Russia and two points from the Netherlands, and that was it. Quote, we have everything we need because we have each other wherever we go. Can I start and yes. say that this old red three-piece nanaware oh. does not do her any favors? Thank like, you. It's like, and it's aged her terribly. Oh, yes. Like she looks like you've gone around to your nana's place and she's put on a cardi. Yeah, but also she needs to run down to the to the bloody servo later or yeah. the to the shops, and so she's put on her good skirt and her good top with her matching cardi. She's not just wearing her housewear. This is like her pottering down the street wear, and I hate it. I really oh do my god, hate yeah, it. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was looking at it and I just wanted to be like, oh my god, you know what? And this annoys me so much with, like, uh, plus size and, like, bigger girls. Just because you're plus size doesn't mean that you have abandoned fashion. You are st- – Yes. You can be above a size zero and still be a hot, sensual, sexual being. Um it's this. It's this idea that if you have a single curve, it must be like just, just drop sack. something over it. It's In more important that you can't see the curve. Yes. Then people know you have curves. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just. Yeah. It, it's and I agree. Like she looks so so old. That being said, it could explain for this whole performance. She looks really uncomfortable a lot of the time, and I think a lot of it could yeah. be because of this outfit. I wouldn't be comfortable wearing this outfit. Well, she's actually wearing an incredibly tight um, leather corset underneath. It's like one of those bondage whipping girl corsets, and they were like, too much for Eurovision, put the Nana gear back. She's not wearing that. I'm making that up, Liz. Don't look at me like I'm serious. (laughs) She's actually dominatrix underneath. I got excited. Oh, my God. If that was the costume reveal, it was like Nana wear (laughs) to like just full... I would have been on board, yeah. but no, I I hate this. It's bland. It's bland. There is no passion. And you know what? I started to get pissed off because at this stage, France is just wasting our time. They are wasting our time. We have valuable time. The things we could be talking about. And we're stuck here talking about this shit. And it's kind of a non-event of a performance as well, which mm. sucks because I kind of was trying to see through it. And what I heard of the song was like, it was a fine song. I didn't hate the song. Oh, but no. I don't have much to say. Song four, performance two, fashion a one for a total of seven. Oh, I I hate this and I am pissed off that my time is wasted. I gave it zeros across the board. 
Wow, Jesus Christ, for a total of seven from both of us. Mm-hmm. You are just... When you get pissed off at Eurovision, you, you, you beware your wrath, honey. I, beware your wrath. Watching this performance, I could only hope that the aliens would land and start harvesting us for food, okay? <laughs> Such a terrible <laughs> performance. So bad. Yeah, it's not great. It wasn't great. But in 2001, France saw the error of their ways, changed up their selection process, and this time they sent uh, Natasha Saint-Pierre with the song Je ne care mon âme, which is All I Have Is My Soul, and France finished fourth in Copenhagen. They got 12s from Bosnia-Herzegovina, from Portugal, and from Russia, and they got 10s from Estonia and Poland. It's a song about trying to revive a dying relationship, and I think this is lovely, and it's such a step in the right direction for France. How about you? Oh, my lord. Well, I could give you uh, a little bit of uh, goss on Natasha. Is it controversy, 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 or is it just goss? Uh, no, it's hot goss. It's not just goss, it's hot oh, goss. hot goss. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I lord. need a new segment. Because you know what? She has more than a soul. You know what she has? Fireman husband. Fireman husband. Yeah. Wow. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I mean, I think everyone, you could agree, like, fireman, hot <laughs> yeah, like, I'm human, I've got two eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, so, you know, don't be lying saying i got nothing more than a soul. You've got a soul and a ridiculously hot husband, so shut wow. up. Wow, you're a lucky woman. Yeah. She's a lucky woman. What I felt with this performance is that France finally went, all right, no more bells and whistles. What was working for us when we used to win? And how do we bring that to the modern era, you know, no more. It either has to be this drab 60s style song or something completely different. Mm. We'll take what was working and make it 2000s or late 90s or whatever and, like, let's lay it out again. I thought it really worked. I don't think they needed much more than Natasha on stage by herself with Mm. her mic and then she suddenly switches to English and I was like, suddenly I speak French. What? Um, But, no, it was just, (laughs) just in my mother tongue. Yeah, I don't love her dress, but I thought it was a great song. What did you think? Yeah. Um, well, the other the other bit of exciting um, uh, gossip that I can tell you is that she's vegetarian. Um, that is like the least interesting gossip ever. Well, no. Oh, my God. Oh, good. I know Natasha's dietary requirements if she ever comes over for brunch. That's great. No, Liz, thanks. It, someone was like, uh, apparently, like, vegetarians and, and vegans, like, for the longest time, like, you just, you didn't get a lot of them in um, in France. Uh, they were very, like, pro, yeah. you know, meat. Um, I know someone who went there and they were like, oh, they couldn't find a lot to eat. Um so I actually gave the song a four performance for Fashion 3. If she was vegan, I would have given her higher. But <laughs> that's what she gets, you know, for being a vegetarian in France. Well done. Uh, that is an 11 from you. I was, again, much more impressed than you were with this one. Song 7, Performance 7, Fashion of 4 for an 18. Mm. 29 between the pair of us and not a pass. I thought, I thought she was pretty comfortably going to pass this one, but... Was not to be. It's you know what? It's considering that they were getting like zeros and three, climbing their way that's back true. up to an almost pass. That's that's a good thing. 
they did improve literally an infinite amount off of your score from the previous year, so they should be very proud. <laughs> it was literally infinitely better. Uh, 2002 was Sandrine Francois with the song Il Fut du Temps. It takes time. This one finished fifth. It got 12s from Finland, a 10 from Belgium, from Switzerland, and from the United Kingdom, and 8s from Bosnia, Herzegovina, Spain, and Sweden. Everything good in life takes time, and Sandrine will fight for those things. Can I talk? about how much I love her dress and I love the staging. Oh, like, my God. she's kind of wearing this tunic kind of dress. It is straight from the Renaissance fair. Like. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I kind of love it. I love it too. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So it really does like, yeah, it's a bit peasanty tunicy, like in design, but it, I kind of feel like it fits with the staging she was going mm-hmm. for and, like, the message and, like, her whole vibe. It's very ethereal. I love using the word ethereal. Yeah. So I'm glad Sandrine's given me a reason to say the word ethereal tonight. <laughs> yeah, I just – this one really grew on me. What did you think? Oh, well, well, she actually started from an unusual way to get into the record industry. She was actually discovered singing in a pub. Um, Mm -hmm. And from there was invited to sing on television, on a local television show. That appearance led to her getting a record contract. Wow. (laughs) Whoever imagines that singing a song at the pub is going to end up at the Eurovision Song Contest with with a song contract. That's amazing. Well, you know me. I've always got that hope tucked away into my back pocket every time I launch into, man, I feel like a woman at the pub. But ah. to date, it has not worked for me. I'll keep trying. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought this was... I I cannot believe this didn't beat that mess from Latvia. Oh, you know I hate Latvia 2002. Every time we get to 2002, I refuse to go through it without saying how much I hate Latvia 2002. Shouldn't have won. We put some polls up on Instagram this week. You guys agree, Malta should have beaten Latvia. So, yeah, I thought this, though, from France was a tremendous song, just a tremendous entry from the French. I think they really have started redeeming themselves so much better than Latvia, um, which I feel wrong if I don't say. So, song eight, performance seven, fashion eight for a 23 from me. What did you think? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I actually, I it was just it was just good to see something just good and authentic from France again. I gave them yeah. five across the board. Yeah. Total of 15 from you and a 38 between the pair of us. That is a solid pass. We're on solid ground here, France. Keep it up. Oh, no, it's 2003. Okay. (laughs) And the ground gives way, revealing a giant Uh, sinkhole. (laughs) I got too confident. 2003 was Louisa Bailesh with the song Mon et Merveilles. Nope, that wasn't what it's actually meant to be but that's what you're getting the english uh version of this is mountains and wonders this one finished 18th most points it got was a 10 from bosnia and herzegovina and a six from romania a three from poland and two from portugal and that's it nada else nothing else that's all the points it got it's a song lamenting an ended relationship to be honest i didn't mind the song um I thought the performance could have been a bit more. I really don't have anything to say. 
<laughs> oh, the performance was terrible. Oh, my God. Her facial performance does not make sense. Like, and she's singing this song, which is, oh, my God. I mean, is she happy? Is she sad? Honestly, I can't tell. Like, there's parts of the song where, you know, the lyrics translate. She's trying to, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so hap- uh, unhappy. My life is meaningless. While her face is like, la, 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 la. Shots, shots, shots. <laughs> like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Her dress is so not complimentary and her drummer Agreed. is wearing business casual. This is awful. This is back to everything that France does wrong in one package. I appreciated the bongo break, but... Who doesn't you know, appreciate I'm, a bongo break? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mm. Everyone appreciates good bongo break. I'm not breaking any new ground. I'm not bongo breaking any new ground with that opinion. It's fine. It didn't deserve to come 18th. I thought there were worse songs that year, but it also was never going to win. So, you know, mm. lower middle ground for me. Song five, performance two, fashion a three for a 10. How about you? Oh, yeah. No, I think this song deserved to be pushed into a mine shaft. Um, I gave the song a two performance zero sort your face out fashion a one i don't even know what that one was for <laughs> 13 between the pair of us not a pass for france 2004 oh i'm just i don't want to talk about it but we will ah. it was jonathan serrada with the song a shark pa with every step finished 15th of course it got a deux poire from monaco 10 from Belgium, 7 from Andorra. Weirdly, they're all pretty pretty tight little French communities, Andorra, Monaco, and Belgium, so it doesn't what? really surprise me too much. <laughs> Neighbour voting at Eurovision? What? No, never. This one's a song about the ups and downs of any relationship, and I have to give a shout-out to the dancer grinding on stilts. Like, a bit like giant stilts, not just a little bit in yeah. the air. Like, she is, like, she is up, like, hitting the stage lights. And this is another example of a sexy woman with a shaved head. You know, I said France, France loves. Yeah, she was yeah. very, uh, you know what? Most of the points I give this song were for her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's not forget, of course, oh, my God, the team of backup singers, okay, who look like a cross <laughs> between uh, the French aristocracy right before they got <laughs> On their way to the, chope, to the gallows. La yeah. chop chop, okay. <laughs> if they had sex with the white, long-haired dreadlock fellows from The Matrix Part 3. For any sci-fi nerds out there will know who I'm talking about. I think sometimes you overestimate the sci-fi nerd, like, chunk of our do's poire listener base. They're out there. They're out there. They're not very vocal, but they're out there. (laughs) They need need your shout outs. They need to know they're appreciated. Exactly. So that it's just, it's just weird. And you're like, there's so many sort of like uh, intense little bits of action and just sort of over the top, like what they're wearing, the lady um, on stilts. And it's like all of this is there to distract from the tedium of this song. That's what I feel like. Yeah. I Yeah, I agree with you. Nothing fits on him and nothing has been ironed on him. And I know that was kind of a thing in the mid-2000s, but I don't know why it was a thing. It was disgusting. I, I just feel like it's such a cringy... Do you remember UK 2010, Josh Dubovi? Uh, remind me. You bring the good Oh, times. God, no, stop, stop. 
Uh, bring the, shut yeah. it down. Shut it down. It's it feels like one of those like attempts to be like, oh, he's a charming young man singing a ballad. Doesn't work. Didn't work in the UK. Doesn't work for France. In fact, France should have been a lesson for the UK about this. <laughs> so I just does he have a neck to face tattoo or is that like decorative? Oh, like you know what I'm talking about. I on his upper neck up to his like jawline. Is that a tattoo? I don't know. Um, to be honest, I don't care. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have a recording contract anymore and apparently now lives in Bali. There we go. Well, hey, there's this one good decision because this song was not a good decision. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> song one, performance two for your grinding stilt woman. Fashion a zero. Three from me. Oh, what wow. About you? Okay, I gave the song a one, performance two, and again, that was just for the st- the stilt woman to be able to do that. Mm. Um, I actually gave the fashion a four because I loved the backup dancers, uh, the backup singers. Sorry. I actually loved what they were wearing. It was just everything else was crud. That is a total of 10 between the pair of us. <laughs> now, 2005 was Ortal with the song Chacon Ponce à Soir. Everyone thinks of themselves. Finished second last. Sucked in Germany. So really, actually, this name should be like everyone thinks of Anyone but Germany. Or nobody thinks of Germany. That's what this song should be called, honestly. Uh, it got fives from Andorra and Israel and one point from Albania. And as we've said a lot tonight, nothing else. It's a song arguing that all of the world's problems are such because people only think of themselves. No, she's got a point. What did you think? She's got a point, to mm. be honest. I mean, like... I can tell you, I can tell you I don't think about this performance, so maybe she does have a point. <laughs> Look, I've got to be honest, like, this is actually nowhere near France's worst uh, performance, and I'm actually not offended by the song, mostly. I think there's just a few things that are that are wrong with this. I mean, it's not the strongest vocal performance. Her outfit is vomit-inducing and completely wrong. She can't dance. The dance routine is mediocre and nothing even comes close to telling the story of this song um although i do want to go back and make a gif because there is a part of this song at 59 seconds for no reason for reasons that we will never ever know she suddenly just decides to just do that like she's milking scow like sky cows above her in the air scow <laughs> Sky cows. She's okay, just, I get it. She's just like her, just her hands. I, you know what? I'm gonna make a gif. I'm just gonna put up that 59 seconds of her milking the sky cows. Maybe it's the aliens, uh, like just <laughs> waving the invisible cow in front of her. And it's just you're just like, what is that? It's just, it's, uh, yeah. What did she think? What did you think of the sky cow? Well, other than milking the, the sky cows, I thought this was just really forgettable. It's such a mid-2000s song. Do you know what I mean? There was just this there was this moment in Eurovision where Eurovision found some kind of line with the mainstream, and mm. it was in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. And so you're getting these kind of American-influenced Europop kind of elements that just weren't there beforehand, mm. and it was – it was the mainstreaming of Eurovision, I feel like. And so it was this clash between old Eurovision, traditional Eurovision, mm. real Eurovision, and that's not to mean old school Eurovision, but just the traditions of Eurovision, and this brand new kind of poppy kind of 
television crap. And I just don't think it worked for a while. And I think this was one of them. Extraordinarily forgettable, but at least she remembered all the dance moves, as crap as they were. I have nothing else to say. Song three, performance and fashion twos for a total of seven. Wow. I... Uh... I get behind the message. I support the message. I actually, because I've actually, I'm so, I've got the CD of this, because um, you know, there's a lot of songs that you know you can't get on Spotify, and um, I actually don't mind this when it comes on. I actually gave the song a five, performance three, a uh, fashion a one. God, I hate her outfit. I hate it so much. For a total of nine from you and a sixteen between us. 2006 was Virginie Pouchain. Il était temps. It was time. 22nd. Again, they're really locking in this 23rd and 22nd position quite frequently. <laughs> it got five points in total. Three from Little France, um, Monaco, and two points from Armenia. Quote, Pouchain sings that her chance to be remembered has come and she must seize it. Girl. This wasn't it. You missed the moment. You missed that moment terribly. I know. When I read the lyrics to this song, it was just, ah, it's my moment to be, like, remembered. And you could literally, just in my mind, just hear, like, crickets creaking as a lone tumbleweed (laughs) just blew across the stage. It's like, Rolls down the (laughs) stage. So we have to talk about the fact that she's absolutely not in key when she sings. And I feel bad for her because missing the key from the start sets her up to be out of key for the rest of the song. And I really think that's where a chunk of the problems for this one came from. It's, um, yeah, it's, look, it's not pleasant to listen to at all. At all. But I mean, the other thing to remember is like, this is the year of Lordy. Like, this is hard rock monsters. And this is just such bland vanilla. This is bringing nothing. There is no excitement. There's no drama. There's no presentation. I, this is just, it's so forgettable. Uh, I give the song a two, performance zero, and a fashion one because. There were no stains on her dress. That's all I can think. <laughs> she'd, she'd gone past the dry cleaners. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's nowhere near the key. And I really think that was, no pun intended, the key to the performance. Hey, hey. The key to these problems. So, yeah. I The camera fades. They can't salvage this. Oh. I do like her dress, actually, personally. I didn't mind the dress. But it's just another missed opportunity for France. And I feel really bad for Virginie. I don't know how to say it. Virginie? Virginie, Virginie, Viganai, yeah, whatever. Um, just don't call her vagina and you'll be A-OK. Song two, performance one, fashion a four for a seven and a ten between us. Not a great week for France. Yeah, she was a, She was another one. She was a hairdresser before this and should have stick right. to hair. Uh, stick to, to what you know. Yeah. Stick to what you know, which was not the key of this song. <laughs> Let's see if 2007... No one knew the key of this song by the time she was over. You're just like, <laughs> oh, God, what? Is- ah! Let's try and finish on a high. It's 2007. Is Le Fatal Picard with L'Amour à la Français, French Love. 22nd again. It got eight points from Andorra as its highest score. It's a song sung in Franglais, which is French-English mashed up together, serving as a dig at the common stereotypes of France and the English speakers who butcher their language. Hey, Case in point, we put a- me! <laughs> That's us! Liz, we got a shout-out at Eurovision! Woo! We've made it, Jack! We finally 
made it. Oh, I'm so yes, sass us, you theatrical punks. I love it. Uh, what did you think about this? Oh my god, the overly dramatic bald French man running around the stage <laughs> with a stuffed cat on his shoulders. His cat boa. Yes, everything. And you know what? That that is the stereotype that I have of France, and I never wanted yeah. to like ever change (laughs) this is in that era where all of the big players from the past were starting to get screwed over by the televoters Mm. and they were going all these televote points were going to the ukrainians and the baltic nations and just the votes were moving eastward yeah right and these old french countries that have always been there were getting pissed off and sending almost joke entries so like you know who I'm going to mention? Dustin the Turkey. And uh, <laughs> the UK was just sending crap. And they were, like, getting all their, like, frustration. Like, well, we're going to send a joke song because we think you're a joke, Eurovision. Ha, ha, ha. And this one was kind of one of those, like, attempts for France to get its eggs out, but in such a good way. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, because I was, I was, you know, thinking of stereotypes. You know, I was saying that, like, you know, people think Australians, you know, they all think that we're, like, buff, blonde, you know, bronzed gods and i was thinking yeah what stereotypes you know do we have about the french and you know and how they're and how they're bad do you think it's got to be a lot of pressure on the french because when you think french everyone is like oh my god like so sexy you're going to be an amazing lover that's a lot of pressure do you think that's a lot of I pressure don't think that that would be a lot of pressure but I don't think that about France. I picture the Eiffel Tower and baguettes, and that's where it ends for me. Oh. My two favourite things, long and pointy. <laughs> well, see, I was going to say, like, when I picture when I picture France, I picture uh, Paris, I picture the Eiffel Tower, and I picture Tom Lieb shirtless just halfway oh, up the Tom Eiffel Lieb Tower <laughs> singing a romance song to it while a French mime on a unicycle with a baguette just goes around <laughs> just goes around the bottom like complaining about Englishmen. <laughs> when you posted on Friday about this podcast is just an excuse to talk about Tom Lieb shirtless, I hadn't actually like you hadn't run it past me or anything, you just posted it and I was like she, she, she's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> that's the whole reason we started it. Yeah, what what else is there? Yeah, nothing. Well, no, okay, can I, can I, because I want to actually ask our French listeners out there, like, what do, what do they feel are still, like, the stereotypes uh, that sort of people have of French people and is completely incorrect? And also, I want the French to let us know, do you think you are the world's best sexiest lovers? Is that stereotype Ooh. correct? Do you think you've got the fashizzle in your nizzle? <laughs> right in the nizzle. Um, yeah. Let us know on Instagram. Um, but I've given this song a, a four. Performance got a seven and fashion got a seven for an 18 from me. How about you? Oh, I love this mess. my God. Well, you know what? The thing is, ironically, this song is so catchy and the the. F- the fact that you can butcher the French language with that bit of English, it actually makes it very easy to remember and sing along. Yeah. And be like, sacre bleu, sacre bleu. Um, I actually give the song a seven. It's as catchy as hell. The performance, <laughs> oh, my God, that overly dramatic bald man is everything to me. I give the performance an eight. Fashion, however... Don't wear your sneakers on the Eurovision stage. I was so excited to give them an outstanding score. 
zero for fashion. Don't wear your sneakers. no. Overly dramatic Frenchmen who wear cat boas do not wear sneakers. (laughs) Well, they were on such a high and then they came crashing back to earth. 15 from you, 18 from me, 33 between the two of us. Brings us to the end of our episode this week. Woo-woo! Uh, our favourite song oh. of the week was 2002. It was Sandrine Francois with her Renaissance Fair dress oh. on a total of 38 between the pair of us. In second place was 2007's Le Fatal Picard on their 33, despite their terrible fashion. And our third place this week was 2001, Natasha Saint-Pierre with the song Je ne care mon âme. No. Oh. Getting a 29. So only two songs got a passing grade from us tonight. What did you think? Let us know on Instagram and Facebook. Liz, do you have a comment of the week for us? Yes. Yes, I do. That comment is... Can we hear it? <laughs> Tom Lieb is hot. Uh, For French (laughs) comment of the week, we went back and, of course, we had to look at – I was very tempted uh, to go uh, with – uh, 1997 fannies uh, because there were a couple of comments where people just declared I love fanny and I was very <laughs> tempted to make that comment of the week but I decided to think above the waist and so we went to 2007 Fossa, Fossa, Fossa. excellent choice yes thank you uh, we had Fud two years ago who describes the performance as Dr. Evil joins a French ska band. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Wait, that's not Fud Leclerc from Belgium, is it? Not our boy Fud from Belgium. <laughs> ah, no, just Fud. I don't think so. I think he's dead. It's just Fud. It's yeah. just Fud. Um, Christina Coleman, one year ago, has simply said, look, they didn't win the contest, but they won my heart. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. And Ale- but the comment of the week goes to Alexander Pagels three years ago, who I think sums up this performance in one sentence when he simply says, Somebody ring the guilty pleasure alarm! <laughs> so well done, Alexander, comment of the week, because I think you hit that one straight on the head. Once you ring that bell, it cannot be unrung. So there you go, comment of the week. <laughs> What a fun, you know what? It was a fun episode. We got to talk about milking sky cows mm. and we're sponsored by aliens from above. Mm, but Tom Lieb took his shirt off. Tom Lieb took his shirt off, but it wasn't a great song week musically. I think no. I enjoyed it more than you did. Definitely. You gave out a few more zeros than usual. Mm. I mean, there's always a couple of zeros when you're involved, but yeah. Maybe next week in our final episode of France, our first ever fifth episode for a country. Uh, France will redeem <gasps> themselves. Will they? Stay though? tuned for that. Will they though? Who knows? Ooh. I don't know. There's a certain there's a certain three piece singing group coming up singing about facial hair. Who knows how we're going to score it? <laughs> so thank you so much for listening for another week. I have been the gorgeous Jack. She has been the nah, if you. <laughs> Drunk at the end of the night, and you've been around the bar twice, then you'll hit her up, Liz. You're assuming I'm st- you're assuming I'm still standing at the end of the night. Oh my god! I, by that stage, I don't want a man. No, by five a.m. in the morning, I do not want to. I do not want a man to go home with. All I want is a vegan kebab. 
Um, yeah. Oh, good old vegan kebabs. Oh, They're amazing. Lord of the fries chips. as well. Oh, Great vegan food. Get some fries in me. Get it deep in you. Anyway, thank you for listening. You can follow us if you don't already on Instagram and on uh, Facebook at Deucepois Podcast. Hit us up with your messages. Last weekend we did a um, – uh, question and answer thingy which was so much fun you've also been really enjoying our polls that i've been putting up about the um who should have won first or second place <laughs> was this was this just about you saying people enjoy your poll i know people have been annoyed because i've only been putting up first and second place when everyone's like well it came third but it should have won i know but just roll with the punches and let us know how you feel let us know in the comments send us messages other than that Keep listening. We love you. We love you so much. Liz, anything you want to take us out with? Uh, well, I think, uh, frankly, we should all <coughs> ring out our fingers, take our positions, get ready to milk those sky cows, <laughs> and join me with the Universal Song of France. Bing da bong da bing da boing da bong bing da boing da bing da boing da boing bing da bong da bing da bong da bong bong bing da bong bong bong. I I think you've just forgotten every other French song.